Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's good to be here today. And all I want to say, can you just turn this mic down a little bit, please, Aidan? Thank you. All I want to say today is, I, I just went out to the toilet a few minutes ago, and it's the first time in a long time I've seen cars being stacked up here. And all I want to ask is, where have you been for the last 10 years? We've been waiting for you. We should have had balloons outside. Now, each week we, you know, we pray that God will fill this place. And it's just awesome to see that on the day that we celebrate Peter's 10-year anniversary, that there is a great number of people here. Possibly some people who don't know Peter, uh, some for the first time. But if that is the case, you're here for the first time today. The next part of this service is not as it normally would be with a sermon from Peter. But it is something we just want to dedicate and give some time back to the one who gives his time for us each week. Week in, week out, bringing the word of God in an awesome way. I'm sure you can all agree and put your hand up that Peter has ministered in, in an awesome way to us all. And he really does help us to, to live out our Christian walk. So today is full of surprises, Peter said. There are quite a few surprises. In fact, Peter's even said to me that there's a surprise that I don't know about at the end. So this is just fantastic. It gets better and better. But... I've tried to think and format the way that we're going to go through today and there's quite a few things to get through. So please, if you haven't been to this church before, please just be patient and just enjoy and just, if, if you're thinking, well, this is not, I don't really know about this or I don't know what's going on, just try and be patient and just think about that someone here today has been ministering to us for 10 years. Let's give him back uh, some of our time. Amen? Amen. Amen. So first of all this morning, before I move into anything else... I've got a big surprise, and what I want to say is before I continue with this, first of all, I want Peter to move into the middle here. He said to me, Can, I'm going to sit on the side today, which is fine, but first of all, I just want to ask you to move, if you could, into the middle. You'll understand why in a second. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. That is if you wanted to. Peter mentioned earlier when he... Um, he showed a little video clip, which I thought was awesome. Did you think the, the video clip of the Bible study was really good? That'll get people to come. Amen? We've got to step up the mark, you see. We've got to get people to come out to these things, so we have to create these adverts now. But I thought that was awesome. But Peter mentioned this. He said, Aidan had done very well, and I think he has, in putting that video together. And he said he'd aged something like 10 years. Let me tell you, today, I feel like I'm about 100 years old. <laughs> Because I have been working flat out to put together this thing that you're about to see in time for today. And it's been a privilege to do it. Why don't you cue it in? Tennyson Road in the centre of Cambridge. Thousands of people pass down this street every single day and they go past this building just right here called King's Church in Cambridge. People must wonder what goes on behind these big wooden doors. But my biggest question today is, who pastors a church like this?
So here we are, this is it. This is the very room that you've probably not seen before. You could call it the engine room or the control room of King's Church. This is Peter Cavanagh's office and I'm sat in Peter Cavanagh's chair. It's almost like sitting in Sir Alan's chair from The Apprentice. Here's where it all started. Back in 2000 when Peter arrived into Cambridge, he started to make the foundational changes of what we now know as King's Church. The comfy chairs that you're now sitting on, the lush carpet on the floor, none of that was here then. Back then it was pews and an old fashioned room. But it was then when Peter began to make his changes. And over the years, Peter's been on a journey to see what we now see as a very prominent Pentecostal church in Cambridge. But through those years, as we all know, Peter's hard work has gone into the very mechanics of this church. But always, Peter's passion has been for his people. So let's go outside and ask the people of King's Church what they really think about Peter. Happy anniversary, 10 years. It's wonderful meeting you. And I appreciate all your, your preaching. I think you're a good preacher and keep up the good word. May the Lord bless and keep you always. Thank you. Hi Pete, congratulations on 10 years. It's been a wonderful journey. In the last two years, I've grown more than I have in the previous eight years of my Christian walk. A lot of it is down to your teaching, ministry to amazing sermons that you need. Thanks Pete. Yes to many many more years. Amen. <laughs> yes. Pastor Pete, thank you for everything that you've done for us. Um, I know that I can phone you anytime, night or day, excepting on a Friday. <laughs> but I know um, if there was anything um, seriously wrong I could phone you any time of day and you would be there you would um, see God's face for us and I really appreciate that and I thank you that you love us so much and we just want to tell you that we love you and that you would um, just continue pressing into God and thank you for your faithfulness to uh, the church and especially to God. Uh, we love you Pastor Pete. Happy anniversary Pete. You mean so much to me. Ten years of ministry is hard work. I really appreciate you and I love you. And I pray that in Jesus' name that you do many, many more things for the thing in the in the kingdom of God. That you win more souls and that God will bless you and bless your ministry and take your ministry to another height. I love you, Peter. You're a father and a friend. I embrace you with a heart of love. Bye, Peter. This Gerald, happy 10th anniversary. God richly bless you for bringing us the word, and God continue to guide you in this path for you to bring us more word unto us. We really to thank you, and God bless you. Bye bye. Hi, Pete. Happy anniversary. Um, just wanted to say um, that we really appreciate all the hard work you put in at King's Church. You're a real inspiration to us all. You're the rock of the church, and you really lead by example. And I just wanted to say as well that I pray that your ministry will be as fruitful as this fig tree for it. Happy 10th anniversary, Peter. Um, nice to meet you through care. Keep up the good work. All the best. Hello, Peter. Congratulations on the 10th anniversary in this church. And uh, 
I'm uh, very pleased uh, you went uh, uh, with uh, me to Poland and that was great time. Uh, you're very great pastor and you are um, uh, probably the best pastor for me who I am understood. <laughs> Which I understood you. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Uh, also, Peter, you are really very great, and I like very much your preaching. I think you've got beautiful gift from God, and you share the gift with us, with people, uh, very well. And all the best, Peter. God bless you. Ten years. Wow. Where's the time gone, Peter? Congratulations. We really appreciate all you do. We, we love your preaching. We take it for granted, but hey, we're hearing you all over the world now on your preaching on the iPod or whatever it is. Uh, congratulations, 10 years. We just pray that God will bless you with many more years here in Cambridge. Hi, Peter. Happy anniversary. I uh, just want to say thanks for your um, time and effort that you've put in to King's Church because we've been really blessed. Bye. Hi, Pete. Happy 10th anniversary. Just wanted to say thank you for all that you do. Thank you for... Um, your support for all of us in the church. Thank you for your support for me um, in the street pastors. Um, thank you for all your words of life and for helping us to become the people that um, God's calling us to be. Happy 10th anniversary! We love you so much, Peter. Thank you for everything. You're so funny, you're loving and you're caring. And you're such a nice man. And we wish the best for you. God bless you. Oh, thank you for everything what you have done for me since the first day I came to this church. And I believe in God is with you. And carry on doing what you're doing because it's a God wishes. A happy 10th anniversary. Uh, you have been such an inspiration to this place. One thing I found completely different from any of the leaders, pastors is your love for God. Hey Pete, uh, just wanted to sort of leave a message for you to say thank you very much for all the things that you do. Uh, my family and I, we really appreciate all the effort, the time uh, and, and the uh, inclination that you put into the church. It's uh, very well received and we just, we love every aspect of it and we just want to sort of encourage you to keep going. You're fighting the good fight and uh, don't get too tired. It has been a blessing to have you as a leader. You've been inspired so many people's lives. It's changed my life. It's transformed my, my life through your teachings. You are such a blessing to be, you know, our leader at King's Church. Hello, Peter. Um, happy 10th anniversary. I just want to say very much thank you for the good things that you've done in our lives. We want to thank you for the word that you've given us. I really love your teaching. And then um, we just wish you all the best.
Thank you, Peter, for everything. Hi, Peter. I love you for everything. Bye, Peter. Hi, Peter. Hi, Pete. Uh, just want to say, hope you have a really amazing um, weekend this weekend for your 10th anniversary at Cambridge Church. We're really sorry we couldn't be with you. We'd love to be with you guys. Um, I just want to say a huge thank you to you personally for all the input you've had in my life um, since I've known you, since I was about 16. Um, you're a great blessing. Uh, I just want to say a massive thank you. Have a great weekend and hope to see you soon. Hello, mate. Yeah, bless you, buddy. You're, a, a, you're an absolute star, Pete. You've always um, been fantastic with us, and uh, we've, had, we've had some great years with you. When we were in Cambridge, obviously, we had some great times, great fun. Um, so congratulations for, uh, for doing 10 years there, mate. That's fantastic. Your church must be uh, very blessed to have you as a pastor, mate. You've done some great things uh, in the church there and around the country, even in other countries as well now. Um, and I just pray that God really keep blessing you and, and prospering you and your family and um, hope you have a really great day sorry we can't be there mate we would have really loved to have been there um, but unfortunately we uh, were not able to but um, you take care send a love to everybody there and uh, fill in our lovely loads as well and everybody hi Peter this is John Mallard here listen have a fantastic 10th anniversary how great you've been here for 10 years you're a survivor good on you mate so as a uh, Exercising to do all the miracles in your ministry, what you're doing, and God bless you, and uh, bless everyone over there today, tonight for the celebration, and uh, good on you, mate, and we'll hope to catch you later. Bye. Congratulations, Pete, on 10 years. I just want to bless and honour you for the incredible pastor that you are. You are full of fun, full of zeal, and full of passion, and I know God's got incredible things for you and uh, King's Church in the future. God bless you, have a great morning. Hello Peter, Wixie here. Sorry I couldn't be there, but just wanted to say thank you for all your input into my life. We really appreciate you, we really love you Pete. Um, have a great day. Well done for 10 years and uh, keep going. Bye bye. supposed to say something good about Cavana. Can you think about anything, anything to say? I don't know. It's not like he's even got a sense of humour. I mean, oh. what, what's he done anyway? What, what? Ten years in Cambridge. Big oh, awesome. Hello, we'd like to welcome you to the Bay of the Holy Spirit Revival episode Cavana. I'm here with evangelist Nathan Morris and we just want to say a warm greeting to Pastor Peter Cavana and all in Cambridge. Nathan, have you got anything you'd like to say about Peter? Well, I mean, no, but seriously, <laughs> Peter, we just want to send such a greeting to you. We send our love Thank you for all that you did in my life. I just want to celebrate with you 10 years of ministry. And all that you're seeing here is because you invested in my life so early in my Christian walk. And we want to send our love from the Bay of the Holy Spirit revival. God bless you. We love you. See you soon. God bless you, Peter. We love you. And we can't wait to see you soon, buddy. Bless you. So happy 10th anniversary, Peter. You've heard what the people have had to say about you. 
We really do appreciate you for everything you do at King's Church. And we do trust God that we'll be with you on the next 10 years. But for now, it's time for me to go and for everyone to go home. So goodbye for now. Hi there. I'd like to get a taxi for home, please, if that's okay. Thank you. glad that worked. You don't know what I've gone through to make sure that that actually plays this morning. Amen. I hope you like that, Peter, and we do have a copy if you want it. Um, we can put that to DVD if anyone else wants a copy. And also, I'd just like to apologize. If anyone wasn't here to be part of that video, we, we would have included everyone if we could, but it was just, it was all done in the last week. So um, to get that together would have been very difficult. But can I just encourage you, if you're staying behind today and you do want to just pass a message on, if you didn't have the opportunity Say anything you like to Peter, he's here all day. Amen? So let's just move on. Now we've seen the video, there's other people, and probably some of the people you've seen in the video want to say a few things. Um, before I do that, I just want to read, there's people who actually couldn't make it today. In fact, Paul and Nina, who were on the video, were really hoping to be here today, and then at the last minute, unfortunately, they couldn't come. So, But there's just a few people who've actually sent messages in, so I'm, what I'm going to do is, we're, the, the format of it now is that people are just going to come up and share a few things uh, and just speak to Peter. So if you want to move to the side, you can now, Peter, if you feel a bit embarrassed being directly in front. But there's just one message before we do that. I just want to read from Dave Puddle, um, who is the regional superintendent leader uh, of the AOG. And he's not just uh, got a title like that. He's actually a very close friend of Peter's. Uh, many times when I chat to Peter, he'll always tell me that Dave, he spends a lot of time with Dave and they just encourage each other. And um, and I know Peter has always been like that with many people he's met. He's a great encourager. But Dave sends um, his congratulations. He says, massive congratulations on serving 10 years in Cambridge. For me, it has been a privilege to get to know you and Jane, having you serve on the regional leadership team since I was appointed regional, regional superintendent leader. You know when there is a problem in the region, I don't call 118118 or Ghostbusters. Is that a Christian thing? I pick up the phone and call Peter Cavan, and he's put that in capital letters. When I think of the times we've traveled in the TARDIS, I'm not sure what it means by that, to places such as Downham Market and Chatteris, there may not be a doctor... Uh, they may not be in Doctor Who's universe, but they are certainly in the eastern region. I really appreciate your support and warm friendship, as well as your wisdom and advice. I trust you have a great day, and may the next 10 years be more fruitful than the last. Please let me encourage you to stay focused, stay in a good relationship with Jesus, amen. And remember, it is a privilege to serve Jesus, amen. Amen. So first of all, I'm going to get uh, Joy and Edward, if you want to come up first, seeing as you're the only ones here today, I think, who've been here 10 years, maybe you should start off first and just share a few things about how Peter um, has impacted your life.
future. Wow, 10 years, eh? I'm still young, so are you. <laughs> well, we just, well, do you want to stop? We just really appreciate you, Peter. You're so wonderful. You know, we can see Jesus in you. We can see, you know, how much you love him. And in the, so loving him, you love the church. And it just flows from you, your sincerity. You practice what you preach, which is fantastic. You're a great ambassador for God. You are, uh, uh, I would call, you're, you're not a show-off. You're very humble. You're very funny. You're a great teacher. You know, some people, they've got it and they flaunt it. You've got it and you don't need to flaunt it. You just, it just flows through you. It just flows through you. You're a great guy. When things are tough, you're there with your encouraging words. You, you know, just call you anytime you're there to, to pray. You know, we just, we just take so much for granted for having you here. God knew what he was doing when he sent you here 10 years ago. And uh, we've promised that we will be with you step by step. We will be. We're excited for all the new things that you're planning. And it's great. So I'll hand over to my husband. We're glad you're here. And we'll be here the next 10 years, God willing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes, God willing. Um, well, I usually do this and lose your notes because you keep revising last minute. And then... <laughs> Um, the, Peter Kavana, thank you for coming out here on a trial basis. A um, few weeks to start with, we had had leaders here, elderly, very few people with pews and churches, so everything was very conservative. But up came a man, uh, most followers say, refer to their leader as man of God. I would like to borrow that phrase for today just to explain what I'm trying to say. I don't want to use that word, but what I mean is Peter loves his God. Amen. And through that love in him, through his God, we, God. we see our God in him. And it's much more, uh, we, we, are co we are confident. We are uh, in your, in your faith, your love for God, and the, the way that you believe in the power of good surpasses every problem. We have. If you go to Peter for advice, he's a good advisor, well-educated, hard-working chap, uh, very funny, and uh, always there for you. Always there for you. Um, then I think you've seen an Australian leader who appeared on a video, John. Um, Peter really had a passion to heal and through John we went through some times when it was so wonderful here and you know now we believe how many people have been healed here it's growth in your life which most people once they got the teaching and the training as a teacher they stay but Peter is growing in all sorts of uh, issues um, Peter has got a spirit of Nehemiah what I mean by this is Nehemiah watched the church of God collapse, crumble. And people were saying, oh, we're too poor. It's not yet. Oh, we're in a recession. But Peter, we removed the pews here. It were very congested, very narrow to walk in and very dingy. Uh, we had the new carpets done. 
with painting done, we dig out the car park. It has been muddy. Yes. So yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for providing us. Um, we had new chairs. We had new chairs. We do donated old chairs to my church in Zimbabwe. Wonderful, and thank you very much for doing that. Uh, the future for this church, the future for this region, Peter is now a local East Anglia mentor. He's building and helping other churches do well. He's going there to where there's disputes, where there's discontent, where there's problem, where there's growth. He's mentoring behind the scenes. This I don't know in detail, but I feel it, I know it, I pick it up as we go. Powerful man of God who's being used to help others. As you see, the Nathan Morris here came here. We just couldn't contain him, did we? He's now doing world evangelism. Peter is a father of the church, a leader, an advisor, and boy, has he got a beautiful, wonderful voice. Man, one can sing. I used to sing with Peter in the corner there, really hiding, but at that point, we just felt the power of God. Wonderful, through worship. Peter loves his worship. He loves prayer. He's a man of action, and he supports you, and he's had his 10 years here. Very, very hard city, I would say. This you want to know. Cambridge is very intellectual. People are very analytical. But your spirit has broken those barriers, and other leaders are taking out. And I thank you, Lord, for the next 10 years. Thank you, Lord. Amen. If we could have, is Sue Grant here today? Ah, oh, she's not. Is she on the video? <laughs> Amen. Let's just move on then. I want to get Joe up. If Joe could come up and say a few words. Hi, Peter. Happy anniversary. I didn't write anything down because um, oh, I didn't write anything down because I wanted it sort of to come from the heart and um, yeah, I just really want to thank you for being that um, spiritual mentor and um, there'll be a lot of different things to different people in the church and um, for me it's very significant. Um, I just want to thank you for keeping me grounded and um, I know. We just need to be grounded in the word of God as well as having God's presence, his Holy Spirit move within us. And since being at um, King's Church, which is about just over three years now, you've really taught me how to be grounded in the word because that's it's, um, vital. Because it says in these last days that we will, people will go astray. So really, I just want to honour you as being that um, spiritual teacher and leader in my life. And um, I've got a couple of scriptures to share with you. And um, first one is from um, Numbers, and it's um, regarding Aaron, the Aaronic blessing. And, the, and um, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying that this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. And Peter, I just, I just thank you that you are 
being a servant of God and that you are being obedient to what he tells you. And it's so easy being in a congregation and for us as people to put um, expectations on leadership and yourself. And um, it's a very difficult thing. And we thank you. I, I thank God that he's pointed you in, um, as a shepherd in this church to look look over the flock and to watch over those and um, it's such a responsibility that you have and um, I just really pray, pray God's blessing on you as you continue in that role and look out for your sheep and the second scripture is Isaiah 54 and um, God just really put it on my heart this morning um, and it reads Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. And just you sharing this morning about your vision for the church. I just had such a witness and a spirit for this place. And when I look at, you know, who... God has brought here and um, the direction of the church. Um, I think it's really significant that though you are, you are grounded here, but it has like a ripple effect and the, what you're imparting into people's lives is just going to go out. Like we've seen Nathan and everybody here when they go into the workplaces, you don't realize how much of an effect that you're, that you're doing in people's lives. And sometimes it might look on the surface that nothing might be happening, but God sees everything that's going on underneath. And, um, and there's going to be much fruit from what you've imparted into people's lives. And I just want to, I want to say thank you for what you've imparted to my life. And I know you're going to continue to, and I really pray that God's going to um, bless you and guide your steps and I'm here to support you in any way I can. Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. So just another message from a, another person who couldn't be here today. Put your hands up this morning if anyone here can remember Glenn Balfour. Edward. <laughs> Everything I'm going to say today, there's just going to be a couple of people putting their hands up, isn't there? But Glenn Balfour used to be the pastor of what was, as, as you know, was Living Waters up until a few years ago. Um, when Peter came, uh, Glenn Balfour was the previous minister. And Glenn, actually, I'm not sure of his exact title, but he's, he actually works at Mattersea Bible College now, doesn't he? He's the deputy principal of Mattersea Bible College, where Peter actually studied and got his degree. But Glenn sends his congratulations as well. He says this, Peter, congratulations to you both, uh, to both of you and Jane for the work and commitment you have sown into the God's kingdom since you first came to Cambridge 10 years ago. Your dependability, your tenacity, your remarkable God-given ability to communicate the truths of God's word and your sheer hard work are a testimony to your good character and to God's equipping. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. Amen. If we could just get up this morning now, we want Mirek. Come on.
And if Gosha wants to come as well, please please come up as well. You're welcome. Uh, when I was there, I have so many things in my head to say. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. I cannot compare with uh, Phil. I think he's probably English man. Uh, it's one God, it's one Spirit, it's one Jesus Christ, and it's only one Peter Kavana. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's true, and he's special. I, I believe God called him uh, to be in this place. Uh, he's a very uh, talented man uh, and gifted. Uh, he has more gifts, uh, more talents. He's a very good actor also. <laughs> he can play many roles in a movie. Uh, very good singer. Sometimes I'm jealous. Uh, what I can say, uh, you very welcome us when we came here. We, we feel in this church very good. Uh, uh, you very good uh, speaker, and uh, uh, the words from God uh, touch us. Uh, we, we we are very happy in this church. Uh, uh, let me think something, because uh, my. Dictionary in my head is very poor, uh, but uh, I believe God uh, gave me uh, the words uh, to express uh, my feeling. Uh, when we need you, Peter, you always here. When we have struggle in life, when we have uh, illness in our family, Peter is always here. Uh, praying with Peter to God is really I don't have words I, God know what I, I feel and I, I, I know you know what I want to say uh, because many of us uh, the praying uh, help us uh, in our life and uh, we see in him Jesus Christ we, we see really his child of God and we, we will wish be like him and uh, uh, really I, I, I like very much Peter you and uh, Jenny uh, uh, you very bless this church I must be very careful because Greg is over there and I don't want embarrassing him <laughs> with my <laughs> grammar. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, God bless you, Peter. Uh, if Gosha wants something. Yes, just very short, shortly, Peter. Thank you very much for everything, for support us, helping us. Uh, we're really happy in this church and and we wish you all the best for the future and to continue your work for God for, for us because that is for us very important that we've got a good leader who, uh, who uh, lead us for our life. Thank you very much and God bless you. Amen. Amen. So who have we got next? Mark Barford.
from Basildon, is that right? Yeah. Mark says this, what would I like to say about Peter? Question mark. This could be worrying. From the first time I met Peter at the front of a food queue at Crossways Christian Fellowship in St. Ives, I knew this was going to be a man I was going to get on with. (laughs) The great thing about Peter is that he is always the same, always full of God, full of sensitivity and wisdom, and also full of fun. He has livened up many a regional team meeting. I'm not sure sure what he means about that. It has been wonderful to see the growth of his ministry and of his church in Cambridge. And it has been a privilege to have been part of that journey. God bless you both, Mark. Amen. So I'm getting quite emotional myself here this morning, sorry. But if we could just get up this morning, Lee. And Patience, if Patience wants to come up as well. Is Is she busy, is she? Peter, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> what can I say? I've been here about, well, Patience and I and my family, we've been here now a little over a year and a bit now. It's nearly two years, I think. And uh, I thank God for the day that, I mean, not many people know this, the day that I, I was driving and we were indecisive about which church we were going to go to. And uh, we were at the New Market Roundabout. And Patience and I were talking as we were driving and we were deciding which church to go to. And all of a sudden, I just turned the wheel around and we went down East Road and headed straight for here. Good idea. I had no idea. We'd never been here before. (laughs) But now I know why God brought us here. um, Because this is a place where I feel very, very comfortable. I feel very at home. And I just want to thank you for all the things that, you've, uh, that you do continuously, the time, the effort, the hard work, the thinking, the provision of coffee and tea at the end, and, <laughs> and, and just your support, um, endless, endless support. A number of times that we've sat and discussed things that have been um, in need of a pastor's perspective and sometimes uh, in need of a friend's perspective, someone who will put us on the straight and narrow and just encourage us to see right from wrong. And I just want to thank you that you are that friend. That you are someone who we can turn to and talk to. And I just thank you that you are there for everybody. That there is a lot of you to go around. And we just thank you uh, for that. Okay. Yes. So yeah, we just want to say thank you Peter for, you know, like Lee said all the good stuff, and um, <laughs> thank you for, for how funny you are, you know, you are so approachable, and we can, I think of uh, being from Africa, you know, coming to England, I've seen so many pastors, I've gone to so many churches, and I just want to say thank you for showing me what a true pastor should be, you know, um, I think... I think everyone can, you know, everyone can come to you without passing through bodyguards and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're quite funny and we love that, you know. We look forward to your preaching every Sunday because it's, it's really enriching and it's really good. We do appreciate from the bottom of our hearts and God bless you.
And don't know if anyone else remembers one particular preach that he, uh, that he did where this stuck in my mind. I can't get rid of it. This vision of you hobbling up and down here going, ooh, ah, ooh. And that's just the extent of your comedy. It gets through. <laughs> I want to know what that message is. I'm going to look on the internet later. Although we need video, don't we, now on the internet. We need to step it up again. Amen. Just before I get up, um, if Aidan and Mel want to prepare themselves, I'm just going to read just another thing. I don't know, many of you, put your hand up if you know um, this morning, if you knew a person who used to come to this church called Bill Whitehead. Does anyone remember Bill Whitehead? It's good to see a couple here who I know know him quite well this morning. But Bill used to come to the church many years ago when it was Living Waters. And um, I know that if if he was, he's actually not around today. Bill passed away um, recently of cancer. And I know that if Bill was around today, he would be sat here in this meeting. And I just want to give him the opportunity just to say a few words, even though he's not here. And um, Bill was... Me and Peter had a relationship with Bill where he was a funny guy and he would always come to the meetings and always try and encourage me and Peter to go and meet with him. We'd go to his house and chat to him. And even when he was struggling with cancer and we used to pray for him, he he always had a passion for God still and he just, he just so loved Peter. If anyone loved Peter and his and his ministry and, his, and the fact that Peter is funny in what he does and when he preaches, it was Bill. Bill would howl with laughter in this place. He would bring in his, he'd walk in with his bag and his little pad and he'd just be sat there and he'd just, all of a sudden he'd just give this burst of laughter when Peter would preach. And it was just such a sad thing to lose him. Especially when we saw, saw this guy, we just loved God so much. But I know, like, I, like I've just said a few minutes ago, that I wanted to just bring this into, this into the context of today's because I know that Bill would love to have said something. So I just want, I've, what I've done is I've dug a few little bits out of emails that I have got in my history, in my account, of just little things he said. And this is one of the things he said about this church. King's Church is very much the kind of church I have prayed for, but never believed I could find in Cambridge. And it has been an exciting discovery. I enjoyed your wedding more than any other I've ever been to. And it was great, great to be amongst my second family at King's Church. The highlight of the day was definitely Jane's way. And it was unforgettable and brought the house down. I don't know if you've heard that, but go onto the internet and listen to Jane's way. That will give you a good example of what Peter is really like. It is an awesome thing. I've even showed it, I've even played it out in, in our office at work to people who don't know Peter. And they thought, who is this singer he can sing? But is that a pastor of a church, they said? And I said, yes, that's, this is our pastor. And they, they laughed at, even at work. But this is one of the great things that I've just, I couldn't find much uh, in these emails uh, because some of them I'd deleted, unfortunately. But one line that Bill said, and it is just a brilliant line, is this. Bill used to love, if you know him, he used to love the Eurovision Song Contest. Me and Peter used to go around to his house and he'd have, he'd record all, all the sound off. The, I don't know if he had a video play, but he wouldn't record the the Eurovision Song Contest. He'd actually record the music. Now I don't know about you and me, you, but when I watch the Eurovision, I've stopped watching it because I just find it really boring. But he loved he loved it. 
you know, each man to their own. But Bill loved the Eurovision Song Contest. He wouldn't stop talking about it. But this is one line I found in an email. This is authentic. He said this, King's Church, he actually said Living Waters, but I've just changed it to, King's Church is better than Eurovision. (laughs) You've heard it here. You've heard it here. King's Church is better than Eurovision. But this is the best line. And the host is uh, much funnier than Terry Wogan. (laughs) Amen. Aidan and Mel, if you just want to come up and just share your heart this morning. Aidan's going to come now. Um, I just wrote my things down. (laughs) Um, I was just sitting thinking, um, and I just wrote... A few, you know, if you're describing somebody just with a few uh, words, uh, um, I just said strong, rock, immovable, persistent, faithful, loving, kind, wise, joyful, good sense of humor, helpful, humble, and peaceful. Um, okay, and uh, I just want to say I have an earthly dad, obviously whom I love very much. He's a godly man who taught me to seek Jesus for myself. He taught me that intimacy with Jesus is the key to everything in life, to be close to the one who made me and who died for me, that I might love his everything. Then I moved across the world and ended up in this house under your roof. In a sense, I left behind a family, but God blessed me with a new one, a new dad, a new mom, brothers and sisters in Christ. Pastor Pete, thank you for this church. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for teaching us to live more and more in God's spirit, for teaching us God's word with clarity, for helping us to grow in our faith. When I look at the way you carry God's spirit on your life, I want the same on my life. I want to be walking where you are walking to carry God's spirit in greater measures like you do, and to have a heart that is focused on Jesus. In short, what I'm trying to say is that one day when I grow up, I want to be like my dad, my spiritual dad, because I know that he wants to be more and more like Jesus every day. I want to carry the fire of God like you do. I want to pray for the sick and see them healed like you do, I want to know God like you know him. Thank you for your Christian walk. It's an honor to be in this house. And I pray that many more people would come through this door and be touched and changed like myself and Aidan and Shannon because of the leader, and I'm going to say leaders because of Jane as well, leaders who seek God's face and Phil and Emma, (laughs) who seek God's face in everything. But this for you, Pastor Pete, and humbly gives himself to the call of God on his life, even when it's hard. We love you, Pastor Pete. <laughs> okay, I don't know what my volume is going to be like, so I'll, I'll play around. Um, Pete, my shopping list. <laughs> um, Firstly, just yes, congratulations on 10 years. We've only known you for two of those 10, and it's been an awesome uh, two years that we've known you. Um, Now, what I'm going to tell you now, I don't know if I've ever told you or anyone in the church, uh, but it's how we arrived here. 
and the story began even before Mel and I even thought of coming to England. Um, I had a dream one night when I didn't understand the dream at all. Um, then we started talking about England and things started to make a bit more sense. Um, when we arrived in England and I saw my first, if I call it a rural church, I knew what the first part of the dream was all about. Um, but I didn't see the church in the dream in any place that we had been. Um, before we came to Cambridge, we prayed that we'd find a place. And Mel, doing a search on the internet, uh, which she put in living in Cambridge, came up with Living Waters Cambridge. And we thought, well, let's go check that church out. Um, and it wasn't until we drove down the street and we turned into the parking, the front over here, that I said to Mel's at that very second that we drove in, that this is the church in my dream. Because the second part of the dream, the symbolism in the dream was a bunch of buildings, a church totally out of place, and more buildings. And I knew in my heart, whether Mel wanted to come here or not, this was the place we were meant to be. Um, so you've got to think, if God's now given such a vision of where we are meant to be, he must have a great plan for why we're going to be here. And that plan I have known has come to realization. Everything that I prayed for before we arrived here has been answered. Um, one, and in the two years that I've known you, Pete, I've grown immensely. Um, I don't know if it's visible to anybody else. It doesn't matter. I know that I've grown immensely. Under your leadership, under your discipleship, and with your wisdom, and the thing that everybody is saying, and it's so true, you model Jesus. I pick up the scriptures and I read and I go, Pete's modeling himself on Jesus. When I read about Jesus, I see there's the model. And at one stage, I wanted to model myself on you, but I know that you model yourself on Jesus. But, and I was going to put this at the end, Paul said we should be imitators of him, just as he is an imitator of Christ. And I see that there and I can see someone that I can walk with who is an imitator of Christ. And you've given me, when I came here, I maybe had some quite extreme views. And you've helped me to get a balance to see that, to read God's word in a, in, in a new way, to study it in a new way, and to have a balance for how I view it. And there are things, there were gaps in my understanding, which you've helped me to come to a new understanding in. And as we said, as you actually said on the, on the trailer, we've been digging deep. And that's the one of the things I love is digging deep into God's word because I desire to know God and I know that you want to, that same desire burns inside of you. Um, one of the other things that I really questioned before I came here was healing. I doubted in my mind that healing was actually real. And I came here and I saw the things that God is doing through you. And very few people know this, but I've had a partial healing myself. Um, and so God has made real what his word says and has come through your faithfulness. The other big area of my life, the, the desire that I have is to evangelize people. And you've been there, Pete, to, to lift me up, to put me onto a direction, onto a straight and a narrow path where I've questioned how to do things. You've given the wisdom and the, and the understanding to put me onto a right path. And Pete, you are an inspiration to us. Um, don't change who you are. Become more like Jesus, but don't change who you are because we love you, Pete. And I say it has to the next 10 years, and I hope we'll be spending those 10 years with you.
I've lost my notes now for the next person. Um, I'm just going to read. Oh, here we go. I'm just going to read uh, another uh, person who's left a message as well. This is the last one we have. But this is Simon Walker. You know Simon. If anyone was at Peter and Jane's wedding, he was the best man. He did the best man's speech. But Simon is a very, very good friend of Peter's. I believe you studied at um, Mattersea Bible College together at the same time. Um, and Simon's been down here a few times and spoke here as well. But let's just, I just want to read this out, so please bear with me. He says this, Peter, there will be books on your bookshelf, CD sermons, notes in your Bible, and on your iPod about how to build a church, how to pastor a church, and how to nurture and grow a church, how to develop a church, much of it insightful and wise, and to be taken on board. However, In sharing some of the ups and downs of the last 10 years with you, chatting over the phone and occasionally with you in Living Waters, King's Church, I cannot think of a book or sermon title to recommend to anyone that is is any better than spending time with you and watching and taking note of your example. Maybe not everything has worked out as intended or gone in the direction first planned, Not not always easy or even pleasant or enjoyable. Sometimes valleys, sometimes mountaintops, often on the plains. But always with Jesus as your prime motive and goal, his name, his glory, and the extension of his kingdom. Why would I recommend people put that book back or turn off that CD sermon to consider the king's church because of God's servant who is building his work? Who you are is why you have what you have. Because of who is always being allowed to work in you and through you. You have a great church and you are building a great work. Maybe one day someone will walk in through your doors and worship God with you. And give testimony that up in Sheffield, over in Wallasey or Liverpool or even in Sunny Rill. There had been a scallywag in an RE or English or science lesson. And they had, they had this bald-headed teacher referring to Simon who was enthused about his best mate, who was a minister of a church in Cambridge, and told them about the miracle working power of Jesus, who changes people's lives because of a cross and empty tomb. You touch and influence people's lives beyond Tennyson Road, and that very much includes mine. I love you, my dear friend and brother, and treasure you dearly. Jen loves you, and that was before she even met you. And you know I have told Caleb that outside of his father, you are the man he is to listen to a model. Have a great day. Enjoy your Chinese. And may our God bless you and cause his kingdom to come amongst you. Amen. Amen. Could I ask, is Emma free? Do you want to come up this morning? Happy anniversary. Um, I've been coming to this church now for eight years. Um, I remember when I first came, there was probably about 15 people to 20 people. Um, And I walked in, but that didn't put me off because as soon as I'd heard Peter's teachings, I knew that was the reason why I'd be staying. (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to get emotional. Don't look at me. (laughs) Um, But I just want to say thank you.
take a while. Don't make me laugh. I just know. I just want to say thank you um, for everything that you've done um, in my life. We've been through some funny times together, like driving up the A1 with bales of hay flying off the <laughs> flying off the lorry. <laughs> And going to meetings where, where we got lost on the motorway and missed junctions. But um, we've also been through lots of happy times together, some not so happy times together. Um, but I just want to say thank you for being a blessing and for your love and support that you've given us. I think it's amazing um, the vision that you've had for this church. And it's just great to see what's happened. Um, I remember in the early days when, if you're outside, you could just hear Chris Bowater leading worship. And you'd walk in to find that actually it was Pete singing along with Chris Bowater because there was no worship team. Um, so it's great to see now what's happened with the worship team. Um, and I just thank you for everything that you've done. Um, you're a great man, and I love your teachings. I love your sense of humor. Um, and I just um, say thank you to you and for Jane as well. Um, and I just pray that you'll continue to have God's blessing on you and that we'll see great things happening in this church for the next 10 years. So thank you for everything. Thank you. Thank you. Would Tim come up? Is it possible you can get rid of your child? Maybe Emma can take him. <laughs> and Helen, do you want to come up as well? Or Tim's going to come and say a few words. King's Church has been our home for the last three years now. Um, Pete has been our pastor and a spiritual father to us. I remember the first time we came here to King's Church, we were looking for a church, looking for a home. We'd moved to Cambridge and we decided we were visiting churches and we came here. We looked around, we thought, hmm, okay, let's visit a couple more churches first before we decide. And we went to visit a few more churches and then came back here. And the thing, a lot has been said about Pete and, um, you know, you listen to the description that Mal read, everything else everybody said how Pete models Jesus, and it's true. But you know, the thing that stood out for me on, this, on the first few weeks that I came is after the church, both Jane and Pete were vacuuming and they were straightening the chairs. Um, I grew up in the church. My father was a pastor. And we were here before church to make sure the place was tidy. And after everybody had gone out, we were tidying chairs and vacuuming. And when you walked out to talk to people, there was nobody there because everybody was gone by then. And that was our life. It was the model that I saw my father demonstrate. And it was the model that I saw Pete and Jane demonstrate as spiritual leaders. And you know, it stood out for me. Um, Patience said earlier, Pete doesn't have a whole lot of bodyguards. I've grown up in the church and we've been to many churches. I've traveled the world and been to many churches around the world. And there are a lot of churches where you cannot get to the pastor. You cannot see the pastor. You first go through a line of other people before you can actually even shake the pastor's hand. They come in after the service has started and they leave before the service has left, is over because they've done their bit and they've gone. But you know, Pete is always here. You can always shake his hand and you can always speak to him. Whenever you need to. And that, 
It's an example that you see in the Bible. The Bible's example is contrary to the world's example. The world says if you want to be um, promoted or if you want to be uplifted or exalted, climb over everybody. Climb your way to the top. The Bible says humble yourself and you will be exalted. The world says if you want to give or if you want to receive, save, do all of the, go, go and do whatever you can to make money. The Bible says give and it shall be given back to you. Jesus said if you want to lead, then you need to be a servant. You need to serve others. And Jesus demonstrated that by washing the feet of the disciples. When Peter said, let me do it, Lord, he said, no, I need to serve you. And that was the one thing, the example that Pete demonstrated, has always, in the three years that I've been here, he's always demonstrated that example. And it's, it's something that stood out, has always stood out for me. Because there's one thing that, that pains my heart when you look at the church. Pastors have become like CEOs. They're directors. They don't touch anything. They give instructions. They direct everything. They don't serve any longer. If you want to see the pastor, try to make an appointment. And maybe for the senior minister, maybe you can get to see him in three or four weeks' time. They don't do house calls. They don't visit the sick. That's no longer in their job description. Because there's people, other people to do that. They, they have more important things to do. Mostly like man- managing the finance. But it, 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 I, I say that and I apologize, but it pains my heart. But you know, when, when we first met with Jane and Pete and we, we said to them, we'd like to join this church. Pete said to me, mate, if there's one word of advice that I can give you, consider this as a church plant. I've been here eight years and I'm still planting. I'm still working. Consider this as a church plant. We need people that want to serve. And if you want to serve, you're more than welcome to join this church. I can't remember, he said, if I didn't want to serve, if I'm still welcome to join. But that stood by, that stood with me. The, and I'll just share two more examples because I can go on sometimes. Um, the second thing, we were organizing a, a big, um, well, organizing a worship evening with Chris Bowater. As Emma said, Chris Bowater is dear to this church. He leads worship. <laughs> but we were organizing a worship evening with Chris Bowater. And we needed a little plug, an electronic um, plug to convert so that we could have a monitor. And we needed somebody to buy this, buy this plug. And as we were, about five or six of us saying, who can go because it's, to, it's tomorrow evening and we need it. And we said, Pete, will you be able to go? And you know what Pete's answer was? No. <laughs> Surprising. We're organizing a big worship evening. And Pete said, there was a lady that used to be part of this church, and she was in Edinburgh. She was dying of cancer. Pete said, I need to spend my time with her. I'm going to be spending the day with her tomorrow, ministering unto her. And yeah, you know, for a moment I thought, this is a big event. You know, this is a big event. We need this plug. But you know, Pete's heart. The Bible says that the shepherd leaves the 99 sheep to look for the one. We could have had so many people coming, and it may, that plug may have meant that it wasn't as grand and brilliant as it could have been, but Pete needed to minister to that lady. 
And the third example of that demonstration of a servant leader, the heart of a leader, of a father. Helen and I came to Cambridge and we have no family, immediate family in or around Cambridge. As you all know, a few weeks ago I took sick. Um, We were up in Scotland, flown with a helicopter. I don't remember any of it. Um, Lots of things about the day I don't remember about that period. But you know when we came back, Pete phoned and said, can I come and spend some time with you? And Jane and Pete came and they spent an afternoon with us and they just shared and spoke. Very few pastors that you find that will do that, that will come to your home and spend time with you. If you're not one of his in-group, his immediate leadership team. We spoke to a pastor once who lived across the road from us and when we spoke to him, he said, oh, there's so many people in my church. People greet me and I don't even know really who they are when I greet them. And we thought, we don't really want to be part of that church. A church where the pastor is like a father. When you're not there, he misses you. When you hurt, his heart hurts. Is a church where we wanted to be part of. And we found a chair as a home. Pete, everybody has said much about how you demonstrate the character of Christ. And for me, your servant heart, the servant leadership is something that has been dear to my heart and it struck a chord when I've seen it demonstrated even in your, your life. And I pray that as God continues to grow your ministry, that that remains core. Many times Pete's spoken about how he's prayed for people irrespective of time and the cues and how the ministers get all frustrated because time is going, you know. Often it's, we've got an internet, we've got a slot, we've got a video, it's TV, it's televised. It has to run according to that. And Pete's heart has been to run according to the heart of God, the heart of the Father. So I commend you this morning. And as many have said, I pray that like... I always confuse this, Elijah and Elisha, that we will get a double portion of the anointing that rests upon you would rest upon us, that we would stay close, that we would receive some of that that God has given to you. May God bless you as you continue to serve him. And thank you for all that you have input into our lives that we in turn might be able to pass it on to others. God bless you. One other thing. Thank you, Jane. The, Bi- the, well, no. the Bible says, He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and he receives the favor of the Lord. And Pete has received the favor of the Lord. He has found a good thing. They also say, In the world behind every successful man is a woman. Okay? Pete might be the head, but she's the neck that turns the head. Well, I think it's time we have Mr. David DeGemney up. This is our only guest who's... You've not, have you flown in today or got the train or what? What have you done? Have you biked here? So you've so you got the man who's 10-year ten, ten celebration to actually drive you here. Well, that's not a good start, is it, David? Anyway, here you go, mate. Uh, thank you. Just introduce yourself and tell people who you are first, if you can. Um, it's quite hard for me today to read this and look at Peter so I'll, I'll be looking down and be sideways Peter has been an apostolic 
a pistol of fire to me. Like a father, he has taught me the fundamental and focal points of church ministry, church leadership, and most importantly, church servanthood. As St. Paul wrote to the churches, I don't know what church, feed a baby with milk spiritually and when is a man, give him the real stuff. Peter has fed me with the milk and the real food of ministry by equipping me with the skill, knowledge, and wisdom for Christian service. He has taught me how to pray, seek the face of God, and live the reality of the kingdom in my home and abroad. I am more than grateful for the obedience, ministry, and service of Peter James Kavanagh. Things I've done with Peter over the years, 10 things I wrote. As you all know, I'm a student of Mattersy College. And I remember that day after the Sunday evening, Peter gave me the advice. And in that course, it's been pretty difficult, but I've learned who God is, what God is, and why God is. I can talk about the personality of the Holy Spirit, technical words like the Trinity, the apostolic ministry of Paul, what village he came from. But in all, I have learned servanthood and what it is to be like Jesus Christ. I have gone on missions. I have gone to Spain, Malaysia, and Philippines. I remember the conversation all started on that chair. When no one was here, it was only Peter. <laughs> Holy rolling, that's a joke. But between me and Peter. Um, Peter has taught me how to wash toilet, how to stand in front of the door as a mega head of the church. <laughs> I have done ministry. I've been on the street. I'm writing a book because Peter wrote a book. I want to be like Peter and I'm learning how to be like Peter I want to be like Jesus and I'm learning how to be like Jesus thank you Peter thank you David do you want your notes There you go. It's just awesome, isn't it, this morning, just to hear word after word. And what, what I love about the stuff that we hear from these sheets of paper and what people are saying is just a consistency of the same thing. And sometimes we don't hear that much in the world today because a lot of people are very different um, in different circumstances with different people. We're very good sometimes at changing our personalities for different people. But there's one person I've met, and that's Peter, who never does that. It doesn't matter who he's with, he never changes his personality. So it's, it's just awesome to hear that there's a consistent theme throughout what people are saying this morning. And we, we give God the glory for that because Peter just wants to be like Christ, as many people have said. And that's where the consistency comes from. Before we just move on, a couple more things to do, and then I will be handing over to Pete. But I'm just going to ask Jane if you want to just come up and say a few words as well. I won't be long because I might get emotional. But um, I just want to thank you, Peter. 
last night we were we went to a small village church and Peter introduced me as his wife and he said that he'd done much better than he deserved but that is so not true I am the one who thanks God for for you for an amazing husband who truly demonstrates Christ outside the home but also inside the home and I want to thank you for being my pastor being my teacher being my mentor being my best friend and for being the best husband that anyone could ever have asked for thank you amen amen Wow, I shouldn't have done that then because I wanted to, I'm, I'm going to sing a song shortly, but I don't think I can sing it now. All the way through I'm thinking I've got to prepare myself because if I do sing this song, and I might not tell anyone I'm going to do it, but um, I'm trying to keep myself together. Um, I just want to share a few words myself this morning just about Peter and just my journey as well before um, I close in song and I just, uh, a few more things after that. But for me, Many of you heard this morning, me and uh, myself and Emma, we stepped into this church in eight years ago. So we just, we just missed the opportunity to share with Edward and Joy this morning, the 10-year uh, celebration. So we should just have a little mark on that he's saying eight years as well. But we came here eight years ago, August 2002, and my, I'm going to try and be as quick as I can because I know that you've been listening for a long time this morning. Um, but for us, we came here because I'd grown up in church and I'd wandered away from the faith, and as, as some would say. And I come down to university, and from '97 to 2000, and through that time, I didn't have any friends. I'd, I'd grown up as a Christian, not had any friends who were Christians around here. And um, I met Emma, and we we ended up we we were living together at the time. And we um, we we got together through work in Cambridge, and then out of just suddenly out of um, out of the ordinary, really for me. I used to think to myself, I used to think, I will never be a Christian again, I'll never go back to it because there's no one who is kind of asking me to come to church. It's just, there's, if no one's inviting you, I just used to be, I knew, what, I knew the truth, but I used to just be kind of journeying on through our lives. And then out of the ordinary, some of you might have seen this morning, uh, the guy came up, Nathan Morris, on the screen in the revival, uh, Bay of the Holy Spirit revival in Alabama. Nathan Morris came to this church, he ended up getting saved and invited me to come. He said, Phil, you need to come to a church I found in, on Tennyson Road. And anyway, to cut a long story short, myself and Emma, we, we, we got saved, not in this church, but in, in my mum and dad's church back home. We came to God and gave our lives to God. And that was back in August 2002. But the day I walked into this church, one of the awesome things for me, and it's very similar to something Aidan had said earlier on, and that is that when I was studying in Cambridge, and I used to ride sometimes down these back streets to go into the centre of Cambridge um, to go to work. One night, for some reason, I don't know if Peter knows this, but one night, this is way before we came to this church, I, I stopped outside because I saw a sign on the building about this church and what it was. And I, I sat outside there on my bike and looked up at it. This was maybe three, four years before I ended up even coming here. And I looked at the church and I thought to myself in my heart, if any time I'll ever go back to church... Maybe this is the church I'll come to. And I rode away from it. The day that I walked in here when Nathan Morris invited me to come, the moment I saw the building, everything flooded back to me of what had happened. 
And I realized then, and I realized today for many other reasons, that God was positioning us as a couple to come to this church for his plan and his work. And it's awesome, isn't it, when we realize that God is positioning us for for his work. But I just want to say from the moment I met Peter, when I came to this church, I knew that immediately this guy was funny. He could teach well. He had a passion for God. Right from the very outset, when we came to Cambridge, we Peter was, as, as I got saved, was asking me to come and pray for people who were bound by um, by demons at the time. And we were praying for the, the sick. And it was just awesome to see that Peter would include me in, in something like that and have me on that journey. He was learning as well at the time. And, and I was learning too. But if I look back at some of the things at the early doors we were doing, it was just, I just see there's just such a wealth of, of wisdom that has come from Peter into my life. And I've learned so much. I, I remember the, the day when I first spoke and preached a sermon in here and Peter was helping me to put my notes together. And let me tell you, even now he still does. Because I think it's good to do that. But Peter was helping me then. And I remember I was so nervous and I stepped up in front of all the people. But Peter has always helped me. He's always been there on my journey with Christ and on my journey to, to see what God has in store for me. And many of you know, in, in some of the gifts I've tried to operate in, in the prophetic and things in the church, Peter's always given me the stage. And you know, sometimes that's a, that's a big thing for a pastor to do, to just give, give someone the opportunity to do that. And I thank him for that opportunity. I thank him for the opportunity that to open that space. So one, one time I had a conversation with him in the car many years back. I'm not sure if he remembers this, but he said, I want to give you the opportunity, whatever you want to do, I'm behind you, Phil. And I remember that conversation well. Still do. And sometimes I make mistakes, you know. But I just thank God that he, he gave me not only a pastor, not only someone who gave me the opportunity to fulfill my gifts, but he actually gave me a very, very good friend. And Peter, I ain't got... I've got many friends back home when I go back home and one of the difficult things for us is when we came to Cambridge is not having many people around. I've had people say to me sometimes, are you fulfilling your destiny in the church where you are? Couldn't you be doing this? Couldn't you be doing that? And do you know what? It doesn't matter what anyone ever says. When God speaks to you and tells you where you're supposed to be, it doesn't matter what. Nothing attracts me other than fulfilling the purpose and being a servant to this man. And I just, when you saw the video earlier today, I just wanted to show the wealth of what people think about him. But I also want to, I don't know if I mentioned it in the video, I want you to know that we are with you on however long you're here. Whatever you're here for, we want to be here to partner with you. We've gone through some tough times, me and Peter, I tell you. We've had things, difficult times in the church. And it's not easy. I've seen Peter, it's not easy being a pastor. Some people look up to it and think, I want to do things for God and I want, to, I want to be in the ministry. And I'll tell you, it is a privilege. One of the, I think it was a superintendent said earlier today, we read, he said, it's a privilege, Peter, remember that. Because sometimes in the work of God, we can kind of lose that. But one thing I've just noticed with Peter is that he does see a privilege. He's always looking to, to do the next thing. He's always wanting to meet with me for coffee to talk about the next idea he's got. And that's what I love about it. 
you know, there's only a few of us here, and I believe God is going to add to us to make the resource easier to make some of these things come into fruition. But I just thank God for you, Peter. I thank you for everything you do. I thank you for your ministry, your teaching. You don't realize sometimes you're... The way you preach, even when I bring people here, my parents, how much they appreciate what you do. It is awesome. And I think in a, in a few minutes, I just want to sing a song in a minute, um, just as we close. And I think it would be good as well to pray for you, Peter, and get a few of the guys just to pray for the next 10 years, the next decade, to be even better than the one before. Amen? Amen. So I just want to sing a song because one thing... Um, if I don't make it through this song, please forgive me. Please forgive me. But I'm going to try. I sung this song actually uh, once before at uh, Jacob's dedication. And the reason why I want to sing it is because in the testimony I mentioned a few moments ago, when I came to this church, for the first, for one of the first times, it was actually on a Tuesday night prayer meeting. We used to have Tuesday night prayer meetings back then. And I just literally got saved. I'd given my heart to God. And I come back to God, and I'd, I'd been astray for a long time, got involved in a lot of bad stuff. But I walked in this back room, and there were a few people, maybe eight or so in that back room, in a circle, sat around praying. And I sat there, and I thought, have I just given my life to this? A few people in a back room, and, and I saw Peter, and Nathan Morris was the one who took me there. And I sat in this back room, and I thought, is this, is this really where me and Emma are supposed to be at? Maybe we should just pack this in. And I said this to God in that, in that very meeting. I said directly to him, I said, God, I feel like walking out now. I feel as though, you know, this is not where I'm supposed to be. And I just don't know if Christianity is for me anymore. You need to do something awesome right now for me. And I'm giving you the chance to do that because I feel like walking out of here. Because it was difficult. I'd had a, a long time of being away from church. And at the end, Peter said this, he says, does anyone want prayer in here? Does anyone want any prayer for anything? And I put my hand up and I said in front of them all, I said, guys, none of you really know me. I says, but I feel like I want to walk out of here now. I said, I gave my life to God a few days ago in another church. And I said, I just feel like walking out. And I says, I just want someone to pray for me because I don't want to feel like walking away. I want God to touch me and speak to me. And I'll never forget, Peter walked up to me. He probably doesn't remember some of the words, but I remember the words very clearly what he said. Right so clearly in my mind. As he came up to me with just a few people stood round, And he said this to me. He said, your guilt. He goes, there's a ba-, he says, you feel like there's a, a badge of guilt on you. He says, and God is taking that away from you now. And let me tell you this. This is what I want to encourage you all today. One thing about Peter that I love is this. That when, when Tim said that you can. There's a lot of ministers and pastors out there with gifts. Very amazing gifts that you couldn't speak to. Peter, as he, and, and, and there's awesome meetings, revivals and things like that. But I, I want to tell you this, that as Peter prayed for me in that back room that night, I have never felt God's presence come upon me so powerful in all of the times since I've been a Christian over the eight years. I've been to conferences. I've been to places where you should expect the presence of God to come, and it does. But God touched me so powerfully. And one thing I realized that day, it doesn't matter who it is. And God used this man, and I will never forget it. And that day, there was a turning point for me, and I'll never forget it. And that's why I believe God has positioned us and aligned us together to do a work for his kingdom. Amen. So I just want to sing a song that really has kind of two meanings. 
And it's for me that laying down my life, I believe that the, that moment I laid down my life to not only give it my life to him, but to serve him in this church. And I also just want this, these words actually to be something for Peter as well, that he has also laid down his life for his people and his church. There's one thing I know Peter once said to me, he said, if I wasn't a pastor, if I didn't do this, I know what he, he would be acting. He would be doing something in comedy. Because that's what he used to do. Many of you don't know him. He used to be uh, someone who trained and wanted to be in a, a comedian. That's where the fun comes from. And he wanted to be an actor. And he's laid these things down aside. Some of you might think it's a great thing for him to do. It is. But he laid some of his desires aside to do what he's doing today.